If you are digging back through the Photo Business Help Catalog, which you must be if you're hearing this message right now, keep in mind that technology changes and our offerings change. So any links that you might hear me mention during this episode you're about to hear may not work anymore. Make sure you head to photobizhelp.com forward slash links for all of our current links and offers. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash links and ignore the things that you hear in this episode today because they might be outdated. Everything you need is at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. After over 10 years full-time as a lifestyle photographer, I've discovered eight things that every photographer should do to build and grow a strong photography business. If you would like to strengthen your business in 2021 and learn more about the eight things that have helped me build a solid photo biz, head to photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things. That's the number eight things. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things to get your copy of the eight things that I've done over the last 10 years to build a successful lifestyle photography business. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things. This is the Photo Business Help Podcast, a place for photographers who want to earn money with photography and live a better life. I'm your host, Natalie Jennings. Since going full-time in 2010, photography has brought me more freedom, income, and opportunities than I ever imagined. It's been so positive for me that I want to show you everything I know. You'll learn more than just businessy things, though, including my favorite ways to be mindful and happier on this journey. You're tuned into the Photo Business Help Podcast. My name is Natalie Jennings. Today, I'm going to talk about another thing that came up in one of our recent Clubhouse chats, and it is all about personal vulnerability and creative vulnerability. But before we dive into this uninterrupted episode, I've teamed up with Profoto, and I'm really excited about it. And I think that when you hear about what they are up to in the hosting world and the offer that they are giving listeners of this show, you will be excited too. So check that out first and stay tuned for my thoughts on vulnerability. Okay, excited to have a sponsor on the show and a sponsor that I believe in wholeheartedly. I switched all my stuff over to Profoto. It takes some doing when you have 10 years worth of blog posts and photos and stuff, but I can't speak more highly of their customer service, how fast my website is, and how much I love being able to mess around with their beautiful templates. So enough about that, but I'm excited about it. You'll be hearing more about it. I have an interview coming up in a couple of weeks with the owner of Profoto, Dan Lamb, two parts where you can learn all about him and what they're up to at Profoto. Today, I wanted to talk about something that I find fascinating, and it's something I want to dig into even more, and it's this idea of vulnerability in business. Brene Brown, who is a genius and an amazing speaker, if you haven't listened to her TED Talks on vulnerability, uh, I think she was sort of a pioneer of larger discussions about this topic. And one of the things that she says, she reminds us that being vulnerable, meaning sharing, you know, things that are personal or sharing just parts of ourselves that are meaningful, requires boundaries just as much as it might seem like that isn't a necessary part of it. I think it is a really valid point. So on our weekly clubhouse, the Photo Business Help Clubhouse chat, 
we were chatting about this idea of vulnerability. And what occurred to me is that there are two different things as a small business owner, we're the face of our business. So the, the first question was, how vulnerable should I be with my audience? Like, how personal should I be? Should I be telling people about my miscarriage? Or should I be talking about, you know, how I'm really depressed? Or there was a lot of different things that came up in the conversation. And we didn't have a clear answer. But combined with this idea of boundaries, we kind of decided that, you know, for everyone, it's a little bit different. And deciding where your boundaries are is something that is going to be unique to you. But it certainly doesn't serve anyone to just spray the internet with all of your troubles um, without some thought behind it. But I do think that there are some times, particularly as photographers, when our story not only helps us connect with our audience, but can help people feel a lot more comfortable at a shoot. And two of the things that came up, one that I brought up regarding the fact that I've miscarried was that I'm able to connect with my clients at maternity shoots when they are vulnerable and tell me about, for example, this is like the third time we've tried and we're so excited. So if they bring something up in the arena of loss that I can relate to, it opens up this whole space for us to share about um, me, how excited I am for them and to empathize and to just hold space in that conversation. And, and I think that's really, really valuable. Doesn't mean I have to go on social media and share that with everyone, but it certainly, there are times when you are the face of your business, when you're the the main person that folks are interacting with, that you can deepen that relationship with specific clients. And this is a case-by-case -case basis by being personal. One of the photographers in the chat on Clubhouse mentioned that something they feel passionate about and okay sharing is the idea around body image, body shaming, all of this stuff. And she noted that when she's working with clients that bring that up in a shoot, oh, I feel self-conscious, oh, et cetera, et cetera, body image, et cetera, that she can open that door with them and hold space in that conversation and deepen the connection with the client by just being a little bit vulnerable about her own experiences. So those are a couple examples of where opening that personal door, that personal vulnerability door can be of service to your clients, make them feel more comfortable deepen the relationship. I'm certainly not saying by any means that this is something that you should do. It's it's different for everyone, but it was a really interesting conversation which led into this idea of creative vulnerability and putting yourself out there in a way that for me is extremely scary because I'm a prolifically creative person. I just, I'm always doing stuff, whether it's my tarot reading or whether it's new photo projects or whether it's drawing or painting, like I'm knitting, whatever. I just like to create things. And anytime that you share something that you've created with an audience, especially a random audience, you're sharing a part of yourself. And that's, you know, that's scary. Uh, recently, you may have noticed, you may have not noticed, but I relaunched Jennings Photo and I'm offering some stuff that is very dear to my heart that's been years in the making. And um, it was scary as hell to put it out there. So I'm talking about the creative composites that I'm offering families now. And I posted a couple of them on Instagram, but it's a combination of sort of art and painting and visual goodness that I love, but it's not something that... I've shared with people before because, first of all, it took a long time to sort of get my skill set in shape 
where I was creating stuff that I felt was quote unquote good enough to offer people because there's a ton of tech Photoshop-y crap that's involved in composite photography, but also it's just scary. You know, you get excited about something, you work on one image for 10 hours and suddenly you're putting it out there. So all this to say, creative vulnerability is a whole other space that we have to work with. And I think kind of like the last episode, acting with integrity and being in your own alignment, I think paying attention to where you are creatively in alignment with yourself. And I think if you are doing something like I'm doing with this composite stuff that feels really, really good to you, that you should go ahead and share it and you should pursue more of it. And you should really look at that thing and figure out why it's lighting you up. Because if you're not lit up by your work, or you're not feeling a little scared and sharing it, you might not be doing something that's really authentically special or meaningful to you. So listen to yourself, get into alignment with what you're putting out there, feel good about it. And even though it's an act of vulnerability to share new things that you're creating, new things that you're trying, new things that you're experimenting with, if it feels good, do it, you know, because I think that'll open doors for you in your photography business that are going to feel good to you. And you'll be able to offer your audience, your clients, the world, the unique thing that makes you you rather than trying to do what everybody else is trying to do. Try and try and do it your way. So that's obviously a massive can of worms, and it's something that I am looking forward to exploring in future conversations and future podcasts. But I just wanted to give you a little overview of what we talked about, because I thought it was really interesting. I thought it was an interesting thing to think about as business owners, as uh, small business owners that are the face of our business, how to show up as a big part of our brand, either creatively in a vulnerable way or personally in a vulnerable way and how that can, can serve you. I think it would be really interesting to have a conversation about how it doesn't serve and in ways that it doesn't serve, but that's for another day. Thank you for listening. One more reminder, if you want to jump in on some of those Clubhouse chats, it's Mondays at 2 p.m. Central. I'm at Jennings Photo. Would love to have you join. I'll be back here every Tuesday and Thursday with more photo business help stuff for you. After over 10 years full-time as a lifestyle photographer, I've discovered eight things that every photographer should do to build and grow a strong photography business. If you would like to strengthen your business in 2021 and learn more about the eight things that have helped me build a solid photo biz, head to photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things. That's the number eight things to get your copy of the eight things that I've done over the last 10 years to build a successful lifestyle photography business. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things. Remember in everything you want to achieve, consistency is key.